Okay, everyone, before we get started, I just want to say thank you. Uh, it's been a while. The last episode I posted was with Devin as my guest, recapping the experience of running the Dopey Challenge on Marathon Weekend. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've been doing a lot of managing mental health in the interim due to both the global pandemic we're all dealing with, as well as some personal life events. And I'm extremely grateful to all the patience and support people have given me in the interim. Uh, and if you want to get a recap from me of Princess Weekend, please hop over to the March 13th episode of Fast Pass to Fridays, uh, the podcast that Devin does with her cousin Carrie, where I return the favor of being a podcast guest and join them to talk about that race weekend. With all that out of the way, let's get this episode started. Um, it is Sunday, April 19th, 2020. I am Michael Gabriel, and you're listening to Run the Small World, a show in which I talk to friends and share my loves for Disney running, Run Disney, and whatever else comes up. Uh, we're all in the middle of a global pandemic, and this weekend was supposed to be the Run Disney Star Wars Rival Run weekend. Given that and what's been happening online all this weekend, there could be no better guest to have on than who I have with me today. Um, so some may know you as the icon of iced coffee or the king of trash can Tuesday <laughs> or the premier Disney menorah magnate. But <laughs> who are you and how do I know you? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I am Michael and I go by Michael Does Disney on Instagram and we know each other from previous run Disney weekends where the two of us have really gotten to know each other and become friends and seeing you at every run Disney weekend is truly <laughs> a highlight for me. I mean, it's, you are the icon of run Disney and just getting to see your your smiling face at day one of the expo always makes me happy. So, wow. Well, that is really flattering. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I remember um, one of our first conversations on Instagram where uh, I hadn't realized that we both wore the same costume for the 10 K same uh, costume, last year's dopey. same race. It was yes. <laughs> super crazy that we did that. We didn't even know. And same name. Had. Same name. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, we were, uh, do you want to tell people what we were doing? Yeah, so we we had both dressed up as Steamboat Willie, and um, yep. that was it was just fun. It was the year, and we both carried Mickey. wheels too. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, it was the year of Mickey ninety, and it was like premiere. Let's rock everything, Mickey time, and we just did it, and we ran with our wheels. And I remember <laughs> looking over at you and being like, "Oh my god, one other person thought to thought to be Steamboat Willie." <laughs> And I wish um, we had gotten a picture together. Yeah. I, so I didn't know you at the time. Um, no. I don't know if you had been following me or not, but like as soon as you kind of messaged me and showed me that, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, clearly we do have to be friends. You are absolutely right. Uh, yeah. And we've been friends since. Yes, we uh, have. Uh, so um, one of the big things that's been going on is like you are a lot more people follow you than me on Instagram. You are just like a, <laughs> a real presence in the terms of like the, the Disney Instagram community. And it is amazing. Just the joy that you bring and like the passion and just how many different, like I mentioned before, you know, you have the whole iced coffee thing, trash can Tuesdays, just how many different things people like that spark people's thinking of you. Yeah. Uh, and it's really amazing. And I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that too. And I think that it's kind of like, it's grown over the past couple of years, but now every time people seem to see goofy iced coffee, trash cans, uh, <laughs> sitting in row 15 on Thunder Mountain, like all <laughs> sorts of different random things, they, they've kind of associated them with me. And it's been a cool feeling to have that kind of happen and 
evolve over the past couple of years. So it, it makes me very happy. Oh, and anytime it's a good time comes on and <laughs> they they start dancing in the parks, they definitely think of me for that too. So pretty cool. It's it's, it's just really amazing. Um, I know that this is true of me and I'm it's also true of you is one of the best things about getting a following is the opportunity it gives us to kind of encourage other people. And um, yeah. we've certainly had that opportunity as this weekend has approached and you've been doing it longer th- uh, in terms of, you know, just the whole pandemic that we're all dealing with. And we'll talk about that later, but uh, it is star Wars weekend. And so I wanted to talk to you about something that's been going on. Um, tell me about the officially unofficial star Wars rival workout weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought, Look, there are so many of us out there who were supposed to be at Rival Run Weekend this weekend and who absolutely love Run Disney. And then there are also people who weren't supposed to be there, but they're stuck and cooped up in their houses. And I just kind of thought, what better way to try to bring everybody together while everybody is apart than to kind of keep the magic alive and to try to do our best to have Star Wars Rival Run Weekend on our own. And I really tried to focus it around being more of a workout weekend than necessarily a running weekend, because a lot of people um, don't necessarily feel comfortable or they live in cities where they may not be able to get out and go for a run. Some of us are fortunate that we're in a little bit more of isolated areas where we, we aren't in those populated places. But I just wanted to see people get up and get moving and get dressed up in their favorite Star Wars gear to kind of keep the magic going. And it's just been insane to me to see how many people have actually done that. It's been remarkable. Like I know going into this, uh, I'm sure that even if we hadn't just pushed so hard, there would have been plenty of people kind of doing this sort of thing. Um, But it's been amazing just to see how many um, specifically people. I mean, I've definitely gotten tags. You've gotten a lot more tags and it's just like, clearly this has been a unifying effect. And like, there have yeah. definitely been people who would not have done this otherwise. And it's just been amazing to see just having a positive influence on people. And this weekend, especially when we're just in the midst of all this together. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I was just right before the two of us started talking, I was looking at my Instagram and in the little section where it says, X amount of stories have mentioned you right now. It says 99 plus, which is maxed <laughs> out. And it's just cool to know that over a hundred people in this moment have tagged me in stories of them dressed in their star Wars stuff working out. And that's really cool. Um, and I love that people are getting their families and their kids and everyone involved as well. And people are going all out. I mean, I've seen, full-blown character stops. I've seen people changing outfits. I've seen people do super creative things in their homes. I mean, we saw Princess Leia riding her Peloton bike, and we've seen uh, all sorts of crazy Star Wars characters doing all sorts (laughs) of crazy at-home workouts, and it's been really neat. Uh, It it really has. And I think that just again, you know, you and me, like, I, I definitely have like a high concentration of followers who are interested in run Disney. Uh, and, uh, and so like you and me doing that has just been, you know, spreading out and, uh, definitely the excitement has reached, uh, the run Disney announcers. Um, so I don't know if you saw that earlier today. I um, did. I loved it. So, so there's two pieces to this. The first is that, uh, independently, um, Carissa Galloway, John Pelkey and R- Riley Claremont, the longstanding, 
just amazing Run Disney announcers, they got together and made a virtual race start line experience that people can find on YouTube. Um, I'll link to it in the show notes of this, but also if you just search YouTube for virtual race start line experience, you'll find it. They just did an amazing job, you know, being goofballs and introducing, you know, just kind of really giving us as much of that start line that they could because we're all missing them. Um, and then uh, I also, uh, Carissa and John were great sports. And uh, this morning before my run, the final run of this weekend, <laughs> uh, we did a virtual uh, pre-race interview, just like uh, you know a couple of the real ones that I've gotten before real races. And I threw that up. <laughs> and you know, they, they heckled you the same way that they would if... We were at exactly. the start line, and that made me very happy. They were fantastic. They are always amazing, and I'm just so happy. Like It's been great becoming friends with them over the, the course of you know several years, just having you know been at those start lines so often, and, uh, and just to see it as an opportunity for all of us to come together and really just bring a little bit more of that Run Disney experience to people who are missing it. Um, it was just a lot of fun and really rewarding. Um, so yeah, it's just, again, really great to see so many people invested in not just, you know, having a fun time themselves, but sharing it and enjoy and like helping boost other people's experience as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is definitely going to be a weekend to remember, I think, uh, and in the long run. I think so too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think so too. Yeah. So tell me about what you actually did for yourself this weekend, because we haven't talked about your, uh, your shenanigans. Yeah, so I I really toyed back and forth with kind of how I wanted to run or what I wanted to do from a workout perspective. Um, the first thought I initially had, I think similar to you, I was going to do the 5K on Friday and the 10K on Saturday and then the half marathon on Sunday, the way that I would have been doing it had I been at Walt Disney World. But I am in Florida right now and Unfortunately, the weather has not totally cooperated with that. Um, So I decided to just do a 10K yesterday. I thought it was kind of the perfect halfway point of all of it. It was, I got some good weather yesterday morning. It was very hot and humid out though. It felt kind of like marathon weekend uh, during the marathon itself. (laughs) Um, But I decided yesterday would kind of be my race. So I woke up, I dressed up, I gave myself the part of both runner and volunteer and characters throughout the race. So I kind of acted out the entire race experience. I drove myself (laughs) to the starting line on my golf cart. Um, I, um, I cracked up so much when I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) I tried really hard. I poured my water for myself at the water stops. I posed with the characters. I did my jumping shots for my photo pass on a tripod. um, And really just tried to have a good time with it all. I made my medal. I made my race shirt. I tried to do it all. I tried to really kind of reenact a true run Disney race experience. And I made a three minute video kind of highlighting the whole thing with my mile markers and everything. And I had a great time. I got some crazy stares from people as I was running up and down (laughs) one main road um, in shiny metallic gold from head to toe (laughs) dressed as C3PO. Um, But by the end of it, I think people 
were clapping for me. They had no idea what they were clapping for, but that's kind of cool. Um, and I just had a good time with it. And today I am going to do an indoor workout, probably dressed as R2-D2, um, to at least get some arms and abs in for the weekend to kind of round out my rival workout weekend at home. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. So like you said, I, I started off wanting to do the like five, 10 and a half, uh, took a little bit of a detour the, today, but, um, but you know, it will actually give me the opportunity to do a non-running workout, which would be nice. Uh, cause yeah. I haven't been doing much of that. So, um, to just kind of Same. make up for some of the time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, it was really amazing how much because you mentioned this earlier when we were talking about other people, but like all I did was go outside and run. But whereas like you, you know, really recreated that experience. Like I, I was just when you did the golf cart, I was cracking up when you poured your own water. I was just dying. I, I could not handle it. Um, uh, it was so great. Uh, and yeah, so I, I really, really love that. Was, I know a lot of there was one it. piece of it. There was one piece of it that I forgot to do that I meant to totally do. I was going to dress up as a balloon lady and chase <laughs> myself down the block somehow, but that's okay. There's that's okay. I, I feel like time. the the time commitment to uh, to like time in the video uh, was a little bit different from everything else. So if there's one thing that had yeah, to go, it was. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Fortunately, I am fast enough that I never really see the balloon ladies anyway. So I'm hoping I wouldn't <laughs> have seen them on my own run. I mean, I on my bib, I was number one in Corral A, so that was pretty fun, being, <laughs> being the premier race athlete of the day yesterday. You were. Uh, and I, my, won, my... I, won, I won the race, too, which was pretty cool. Wow, so that's amazing. I, I can Great now, job. <laughs> yeah, I can now say that I'm just like you, and that it's I've true. won a run Disney race. We're even, we're, we're even more alike now. <laughs> Um, so my friend, uh, just that reminded me, my friend, Matt, um, our mutual friend, Matt, uh, he's Mach one studios on Instagram or is he Mach one running now? Yeah. He changed it. Mach one running on Instagram, but he, uh, he, he changed it. He used a pre, he is amazing. <laughs> he is amazing. His, his wife is I too. <laughs> yes, um, so he, <laughs> he had, uh, he today for his run, he's decked out in like a full Darth Vader outfit and he took an old star Wars bib. Uh, Star Wars race bib, and he papered over his corral to be the uh, corral A plus plus. So, um, so yeah, he's he's above an elite bib. <laughs> that's, um, that's amazing. Yeah, I really love that touch. Uh, so, one of the things that you said, you know, you said you were thinking originally like doing uh, what I did, which was the three races, but you kind of focused on the 10k. You're doing a workout today, and when you first described the weekend in the first place, you know, different people had different ability partially because, you know, some people can't even leave their homes. Uh, and yeah, some people, even if they could, there's nowhere that isn't super crowded. Um, and so this is not a, you know, the point has not been, hey, let's go and make sure we're doing exactly the mileage of, you know, the race exactly. weekend. The point is to engage each other, right? And to have yep. fun and like bring the positive spirit of Run Disney into things. And so, um, so for anybody, if you weren't feeling up to a 5K and a 10K and a half or, whichever race distance you were signed up for, that's okay. Like just the point was to get moving a little bit and really more to just uh, enjoy each other. I mean, if you yeah. weren't up to doing anything physical this weekend, just engaging with us on the Star Wars side of it is, you know, that mental health engagement is great. So yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. 
And I'm excited to, it's been fun to see people, even if it's for someone yesterday did a 13.1 minute dance. I loved that. I saw that. I, and I love that. And I was like, you know what? Just getting yourself up and moving somehow, even for 13 minutes is healthy and important right now. I mean, we are all sitting around staring at four walls a lot of the time and we we don't have kind of the opportunities that we would normally have to get our bodies going and i think it's important to keep active right now for our mental health as well so absolutely uh yeah so um i guess i can touch on my my race weekend a little bit um so i work from home and i had a full work day friday so right after that i headed out and did my 5k. Uh, and I used my Luke Skywalker costume from last year. Um, he's, it's like the costume that he wears on Dagobah and I had Yoda on my back. Uh, and that gave me some weird looks in Atlanta, um, just running around midtown Atlanta. Cause there are a lot of people <laughs> around, um, a lot more people around than should be. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I had a lightsaber and stuff and it was like little kids really enjoyed it. Uh, adults were very confused um, but there was, you know, there was one point where there was a rollerblader, she, you know, she skated by and she was like, yes, Luke, I love it. And, um, I don't think had any context other than the fact that she recognized the costume. Um, one thing I did learn is that I got very lucky last year that for authenticity's sake for the half marathon, I decided to build out the blue harness that Luke carries Yoda in <laughs> because I didn't have that this time. And I wore just the backpack and that thing was terrible. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like falling off my shoulders the whole time. It was like 5k. And it was way harder than the 13 miles last year, just because the backpack. Yeah. So um, that's a theme for this weekend, by the way, with costumes. <laughs> so um, yeah, then yesterday I knocked out a really slow 10K. I mean, all of these race weekends, uh, all of my runs this weekend have been really slow, partially because I'm a little bit out of shape and partially because it's just, that wasn't the point. And I was just goofing off. Um, and taking breaks to take pictures and stuff. And so uh, yesterday uh, I went to Georgia Tech as my university and I still live basically across the street from it. So I did 10K running around Atlanta and through there in some low-key Stormtrooper Under Armour because um, it was pretty warm here. Maybe not the way it has been in Florida, but still pretty warm. Um, but then, yeah, this morning, thunderstorm. Uh, and I wore a full Ray outfit with like a wig and pants and the like flowing uh, cloth pieces that she has. And uh, I was soaked because I was getting to a good starting point for the interview that I did with uh, John and Carissa. I was soaked before I even started. And then I had to like download and edit and uh, and post the video because I refused to start running until after I posted the interview with, with them. So that was like an additional 20 minutes just sitting there in the rain. Um, and then by the time I got started, I was like, all right, this is going to be short. Uh, and I ran to get a particular backdrop. There's a Baby Yoda mural under a bridge on uh, the Beltline here in Atlanta, and it's amazing. So got a picture with that, and it was great. Uh, and I started heading home, and I realized my pants were falling down, and there was nothing I could do about it. So um, so I'm right now really glad that last year it rained during the 5K and not the 10K, because yeah. the 10K is when I wore that costume, and I don't know what oh I would have done. It- <laughs> <laughs> you would have been run, running around Disney pantless. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a sight to see. Um, so, yeah, so I stopped at the 5K and then walked the last mile home just holding the pants up with my hands. So funny. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. 
So, but yeah, that was a, that was it for me. A fun, really fun Star Wars weekend of just really mostly engaging with people and having a fun time lifting spirits. Um, yeah. There was no one out during the thunderstorm. So nobody saw me today, uh, except for a couple of cars who probably thought it was really weird. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> yeah. What a weekend though. What um, a weekend. <laughs> So uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is not the only thing you have done so far to help people, you know, cope with social distancing. So one of the really cool things you've done is a series of songs. And I was hoping you would tell me and, you know, listeners about that. Sure. So I did, I think it came out to be 23 total quarantine, self-isolating, hand-washing songs. Um, Just really trying to get people really just changing the words to classic Disney songs. I dressed up to them. I, my big goal from it was to not buy anything. Um, so I used whatever I had around my home. Most of the items did come from prior run Disney outfits, um, just tweaked a little bit, such as Anna's wig. And then that mm-hmm. somehow turned into Merida's wig um, by te- teasing it quite a bit and definitely ruining that thing. But I, I just had fun with it and I wanted to do it in a way where it was fun for adults and kids and kind of could get a bunch of people involved. And I mean, I had a whole bunch of families sending me their videos of their kids washing their hands to uh, the Tiki room and to different songs that I had done. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I think my favorite ones that I did were definitely Into the Unknown. That was a whole mm-hmm. lot of fun, dressing up <laughs> as Elsa on my balcony. Um, and I partnered up with my friend Bianca, who actually is one of the singers in the Move It, Shake It, Mouska Dance It parade at the Magic Kingdom when they're open. And, and she knocked she it out of the park. She did, because let me tell you, you did not want to hear me sing that. Um, <laughs> it would not have been pretty. So she did that for me, which was fantastic. And I lip synced over her, her beautiful <laughs> voice. Um, so that was fun. And then her and I did the same thing again for Moana. And that was another really fun one. And I, I gathered dead palm fronds and made my own hula skirt and collected flowers and made my own headband. So that was a lot of fun. Um, And it was just a fun series of things to do. And it kept a lot of people positive and it kind of brought that Disney magic and Disney spirit into people's homes during a time when we cannot go to the Disney parks. And it also, I think got a really positive message across and told people a few things really to continue to wash your hands <laughs> and to stay home and to self-isolate and to social distance. So I, I think a lot of people really enjoyed those. Um, I did end them. I kind of ended with there's a great big, beautiful tomorrow. I did not have any background music. I did not change the words to that one because I did not think that they needed to be changed. And I thought it was a positive way to kind of say there is a great big, beautiful tomorrow and we will get there. And it's just a dream away. Um, so that was how I ended them. I did not want to beat a dead horse. I didn't want to kind of overdo them to the point where people were like, okay, we get it. And this is annoying <laughs> now. Um, but it was fun. They were a lot yeah. of fun and they're still up on my page and they'll, they'll stay there. So 
It was an amazing series and people really did enjoy it. Like you could tell as someone who I'm not the one who did it. I, I could tell just from as a third party that it was really well received and people really liked it. Yeah. I mean, I know I did. I know that some of my friends and I were kind of talking about it in side channels. I guess they're your friends now too, because they've met like, <laughs> cause now you've all met too. So, um, so yeah, it's just like talking about it in side channels and how much we love them. And it, it, it was really great and just a, an amazing idea and executed well. And, you know, I, I think if anybody's listening and you haven't seen those, um, you know, go to Michael's Instagram page, find them. And they're just a lot of, a lot of fun and just a really pleasant, you know, thing to have while we're all stuck at home. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have, is there anything notable that you've been doing aside from this to kind of stay healthy and relatively sane? Um, I have, I mean, been running. That is the number one thing I can do to kind of keep sane. I have been trying to do a couple miles every day to just clear my head. Um, I unfortunately lost my job this past week. I was laid off, so that was kind of a bummer. But I'm hoping there are new opportunities on the horizon after this, and I'm kind of trying to use this as a time to take a mental reset um, and figure out what I want to do when I grow up. (laughs) Um, Slash when this is all done. And I've also gotten into making hemp bracelets, which I have not done since I was probably 12 years old. Um, But it's been a super therapeutic way to, I think, doing crafting and doing puzzles and things like that is a good way to kind of use your brain and to kind of take your mind off of things while not staring at your phone. I've been doing my best and this is hard for someone who runs a really large Instagram account, (laughs) not just spend my time staring at Instagram because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I've scrolled, I've scrolled. This is all the same things over again. I can't read that much more Disney news about the fact that the parks remain closed it's like every Disney news outlet is reporting the same thing in 75 different ways a day, trying yep. to tell you like, this is when we think the parks might reopen. And this is when we think things might go back to normal. And this is how we think they might do it. And they're all just making it up as they go. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I need to stop reading all of this because it's kind of starting to drive me crazy. So I wanted to do something that would at least get my mind off of that and really kind of be more crafty. So I started doing that. Um, And it's been fun. And other than that, just kind of taking it day by day. I did what everyone else did and watched Tiger King at the beginning of this. (laughs) And um, I think they're all lunatics and I don't think anybody should own big cats. And I think that they should remain out in the wild. I, I am in this uh, this group text message thread with some friends and like half the group has seen Tiger King and half hasn't. Uh, I'm in the half that hasn't, but I am intimately okay. familiar with all the memes now and it's hysterical. Like I, I, yeah. I definitely already know I agree with you <laughs> um, I mean, without having watched P- it yet. <laughs> PSA to everyone out there that's listening to this, please do not go buy a big cat. Um, please, please don't. <laughs> just don't do that. You shouldn't do that. Um, you can get a dog or a small house cat. <laughs> Those are fine. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've <laughs> just been <laughs> hanging with my family, cooking a lot. I, I think that I've been drinking my at-home iced coffee, 
the things I definitely miss the most from normalcy right now are my daily Starbucks iced coffee. I have decided mm-hmm. through through all of this, um, I've gone multiple times in the past X amount of years where I've said like, oh my gosh, I've done the calculations and I spend X amount of money per year on my Starbucks. I should really make my coffee at home. And now having done it for five weeks, I guess, um, I miss my Starbucks. And that is one of the things <laughs> that I have decided I will continue to splurge on. And it is a treat. And I miss that probably more than anything. I just miss the feeling of like being handed by iced coffee twice a day and knowing that I did not make it. Um, just tastes better. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I worked at Starbucks for almost six years. So I. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I did. I was a barista from high school all the way through college. And I can definitely make a fantastic iced coffee, but I miss my Starbucks. Um, and I also miss eating out at restaurants. I like miss, mm. we, we don't do it that, that like we cook a lot as, as is like normally that I just once a week or so being able to like go out and eat. I miss that. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you found any places nearby that do good, like, you know, take out or, you know, delivery options. Yeah. Cause I've been trying to do that a lot more than I normally would to support the businesses that are kind of struggling right now. We, um, we've yeah. done that too. And we're trying to kind of operate on a, we're, we're doing our best to kind of create a new normal and to create a schedule during this. So we've kind of done like, we will cook dinner Monday through Thursday on Tuesdays. We try to try to do taco Tuesday to kind of keep that regular. And then on Friday nights, we've been bringing in Saturday nights, we've been trying to barbecue and then Sunday nights, we've been doing pizza night. So like trying to do some kind of normal thing so that we can, I don't know, have an idea of what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) schedule. And then also try to eat healthy during this because we also didn't want to just binge eat pizza for five weeks or a lot longer than five weeks. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we're doing yeah, our best I there. Feel, feel you. Yeah, I mean, I think that getting a schedule is something I only started to figure out the last like week or two, and it makes a huge difference. Uh, yes, it really it does. does. Um, really I also does. am not a daily coffee drinker. Like I, I we have, we've talked about this, but uh, normally yeah. coffee is like a vacation thing for me. Um, during the week, it's maybe once or twice. And it's funny because I really, really love coffee. But when I was younger, like in college, I uh, very much overdid it. So I uh, kind of went the opposite way and sort of cold turkey quit all caffeine for two and a half years. And then it's like, well, I miss coffee because I like it and I miss tea because I like it, but I don't want to get hooked again. So I've kind of scaled back to like, all right, on occasion I'm allowed to, but I cannot do it every day. Uh, And I've held that for a long time now, I guess over a decade since. Um, Yeah. But, uh, but I think I am getting to the point now where it's like, it's hard enough for me, because one of the benefits that I have had in the last several years is I get to walk to and from work normally, and that wakes me up in the morning, and I have not had yeah. that. Uh, and so I am thinking I'm going to invest in making cold brew at home uh, for the first time in a while, and I'll just see if I can stick to the to the rule. If I find that I, you know, having it at home means I can't stick to that the rule that I've set for myself, I will give the stuff to make it to somebody else. But like, (laughs) but, but because, but if I can maintain that, like, you know, the healthy habits of maybe just keeping it to a few times a week rather than like 
every day. Or yeah. even if I get to the point where I have one a day and I just do not drink more than that, like that's okay. Um, yep. So yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start doing that and go, go down this path of becoming more of an iced coffee drinker. And, okay. uh, you know, yeah, so we'll see, see how that goes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good. I, I'll follow uh, your journey on this uh, <laughs> coffee path. Yeah, excellent. Uh, And I I, I hope people will help uh, keep me from going off the deep end with it. Um, But uh, so one of the things that I tend to talk to people around is like, you know, uh, about you mentioned that obviously we're talking about Run Disney. Uh, You mentioned running is one of the things keeping you kind of, you know, healthy and and so on right now. Um, What kind of running background do you have? Is it purely through Run Disney? And if so, like either way, when did you start? Yeah, so I started running let's see i actually had to open a calendar just now to like figure this out i started running in late 2018 so it's really not been that long um for a number of years i was absolutely hooked on spin classes and i was going to them quite often i lived in new york city and then i moved to chicago so i've always kind of lived in a downtown metropolitan area and workout classes were like and still are a very popular thing but it got to the point where i could not justify spending 30 dollars every time i wanted to work out um it just got too expensive and i lived in an apartment building that had an included gym so one day i was like i am so sick of spending this money i'm just gonna go up to the gym and i started running on a treadmill and i was like i actually like this um and i don't hate it and I then kind of got hooked on running on a treadmill. Um, and I think I'm the anomaly. I love treadmill running. It's very weird. Um, uh, so I'll say I actually do too. Uh, it took a while for me to get there, but I just had to do a lot of treadmill running at one point and yeah. got hooked. So yeah, I genuinely, uh, I like wish like I, I had miss, my own treadmill. Me too. I was going to say, <laughs> I really like, I miss my treadmill at my gym because I, it's sometimes easier to just like hop on it, set an exact amount of time and distance that I want to do, get it done. And like, I don't know. I, I like, you, you just turn your brain off and you know that you've done what you need yes, to do. Right. Exactly. hundred percent, hundred percent. And when I'm done, I don't need to turn around and get back to where I started. Like I just get off of it. Sometimes yep. that's nice. Like I, I like that the second that I've done my 30 minutes or whatever it is, I don't have to like be like, Oh shoot. I'm like a good three miles from my house right now. I need to turn around and go run it back or walk back or whatever it is. You mean, you mean like when my pants were falling down earlier today and I had to (laughs) walk the rest of the way home. (laughs) Yeah. That, um, so I started treadmill running and then it, it was, right around the same time that I had actually started my Disney Instagram account. I started my Michael does Disney in November of 2018. And um, I, I had heard about run Disney races before, but I had never really participated. Well, I'd never participated and I didn't know a whole lot about them. So I was like, I really like running. And I think there's this thing where you can run at Disney. I should look into it. And I set the goal for myself only like two or three months beforehand um, to run the half marathon <laughs> in January of 2019. I had never run a 5k before. I had never run a 10k before. And I was like, I'm, if I'm going to do this, I might as well go big. Um, and I ended up running the 10k and the half that weekend. I don't really know why, but 
those were my first two races ever and my first two run Disney races ever. And I mean, you basically simulated one of the other weekend's challenges, right? So I did. I really, yeah. I started off and I, I still to this day wish that there was a challenge for marathon weekend for if you were running the 10 K and a half. I yeah. Just, something. So you didn't have to do a full in order to do a challenge. I agree. Yeah. I just, that ha- 10, 10 and a half is my favorite combo because 10 like warms my body up the one day it's perfect. And then the next day I'm like ready to go and do the half. And then the full's a lot. I mean, that's a long race for people. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that if three other times throughout the year, you can get a medal for completing that. I think that they should have the opportunity to do that for uh, marathon weekend as well. But anyway, I started off doing that that one weekend and I loved it. That was when I dressed as Steamboat Willie. That was my first race ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we matched for your very first race. That's amazing. We did. Um, and I had the best time that weekend. And I, I mean, crossing the finish line of that half marathon was like the coolest feeling in the entire world. I cried. I was too, super emotional. Um, it was also, that was a cold weekend but not like too freezing cold and the weather was perfect during the half marathon and it was just like all around it was a fantastic weekend and i met so many cool people and immediately the second that i left that weekend the first thing i did was sign up for princess weekend a month later through a charity um because it had been sold out and i have been hooked ever since so that is amazing um Yeah. So one of the things that I think a lot of people don't realize, because you mentioned it in there, is how relatively short a time you've been running this account that you yeah. that you do. Uh, it's kind of amazing how much of a following you got in that in that time frame. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah like what people think I've been doing it for years and years and years, and I really haven't. I've been um, it's just been a couple of years, and I've had a great time doing it. Um, I started out, I had my personal Instagram account and I would post pictures of me at Disney a lot because I liked going to Disney and my friends were kind of like, okay, we get it. Um, You like Disney enough. And (laughs) at the same time, I was a public account and I used hashtags and things like that. And people started to follow me and like my pictures. And then all of a sudden I was like, who are all of these people that follow my personal life and why are they following it other than for these Disney pictures? And then I was like, Oh, maybe I should just kind of split the two apart and have something for personal and something for Disney. Um, So that's what I did. And it just grew pretty darn quickly. I mean, very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. I I think part of that is you're good at it. uh, And like, you're good at the, you know, the little things that there's a certain strategic component of it, but then also just really engaging and people love following you. (laughs) I try. Um, And at first it was like, how much of my personal life do I share on my Disney page and how much do I not share? And it's gotten to the point where I do share most of my day to day. There are certain things I don't share that I keep to myself and to my friends and things like that. But, um, I, people know most of my daily life at this point, and it's just kind of become the norm for me and for my husband, Matthew and our dog Munchie Um, (laughs) and who are both wonderful. 
Yes, they are. Yes, <laughs> they are. They sometimes they're like, okay, enough. <laughs> the camera, but um, people I think follow from posts of Matthew more than of me actually sometimes. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you that uh, again, like talking about you to other friends who you know who love you and like people are generally obsessed with Matthew because he are. is wonderful. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they love him and he. We started Matthew does Disney so that he could. Um, be tagged in things because yeah. he likes his his personal account is private and he doesn't really like other people following it. So we start he started that account and he just posted like nine pictures so that he would have enough squares filled on Instagram. <laughs> like if someone went to his page, there were pictures there. And then he yeah. never really updated it. And then one time he checked and he was like, I have three thousand followers on here. What's going on? Um, and once in a while, I'll get him to update the page, but not and everybody yet. gets very excited when he does. They do all of it. He he like doesn't post a caption. He doesn't put any hashtags. He just posts the pictures as they are, really quickly, and he'll do like eight or nine of them at a time. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he gets like somehow gets like five hundred to a thousand likes on them in like a day. And he's like, <laughs> oh, people are liking this, and I'm like, yeah, because people love you. I, seriously, I think more than me. Um, <laughs> I, but, it's not a competition. We're not going to say no, it. we're not going to compare. It's not. It's not <laughs> a competition. No. Um, so, but yeah, it's just been a wild journey. I mean, I remember being at Princess Weekend in 2019, which was not that long ago. I mean, that was a year and a um, year and two months ago. Yeah. And I remember being with my friend Nate and looking back and being like, wow, there are as many people here, about 17,000 people at this race, because they had made the announcement, I was like, and that's how many people follow me on Instagram. So that, <laughs> in, and that was about a year ago. And now I'm over 50,000, which is pretty cool. So that is um, wild. Yeah, it's just kind of grown and taken off. And I, I've gotten some really cool opportunities from that. Um, I've gotten to stay at some neat properties and I've gotten to do some cool things with run Disney and with some of the partners of run Disney too, which has been really neat. So very, very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I don't really have much uh, else to talk about. Normally I ask people what they're excited about looking forward, but I think right now we're all kind of in this limbo state of, we don't know what's going to be possible and which things we're excited about are going to happen. So um. I would say that I am excited for any U.S. Disney park to reopen in any capacity. So I don't think that things will go back to the way that they were and back totally to normal overnight. I don't think it's going to be the type of thing where like, oh my gosh, today everything's closed, tomorrow everything's open. Um, but I'm excited for even one thing to be open. Like I would be happy if they opened the contemporary and open Chef Mickey, and I could go say hi to Mickey and Minnie. Like, that would make me happy enough where, like, I'd look forward to that, even if no park was open. Yeah, so you know, I, right I can't now. argue with that. That I would be exciting. Actually, I actually, like, got very emotional and kind of cried when Lumiere's Kitchen at Shanghai Disney reopened. It was the first thing to reopen for any disney park around the world 
and their park still is not open, but that restaurant reopened and it's character dining. And it became the first place in the entire world where you could meet or see Mickey. And like just knowing that somewhere someone can go say hi to Mickey made me really happy. Wow, that is I didn't know that happened. So somehow I missed yeah. this in all the news. So uh yeah, wow. It wasn't like a huge kind of touching. It it wasn't a huge thing. It wasn't they didn't make a huge deal of it, but like you can meet. It's kind of similar to like a normal it's Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, Chip Dale kind of and Daisy. Um dining, not like crazy weird rare characters and like they had a huge birthday celebration for Chip and Dale a few weeks ago because they are the one place where you can meet these characters right now. And that for me was just cool. And it was cool to watch that. And they like wheeled a huge cake out for them um, with everyone with their masks on and still staying far away from each other and stuff. But like, it was cool to see like one tiny sense of Disney normalcy. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I hope to be at, Disney when they reopen um, as long as it seems and feels safe and logical. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, I will look forward to that too. Uh, And I will be, you know, crossing my fingers and praying that wine and dine happens. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I am. We'll see. (laughs) I'm not super optimistic. I'm not pessimistic. I'm just kind of I have no idea for that. Um, I'm not feeling especially optimistic about Disneyland Paris in September though. Um, Yeah. That's feeling very iffy right now. Yeah. For a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to run that one, but I I don't know that I'd be feeling super optimistic about that. Um, Like you said, I'm hoping wine and dine happens in some capacity, not feeling either way strongly on that either. I would love kind of to start fresh at marathon weekend 2021 so i guess this is the first my first dopey oh that's super exciting um wow first dopey so i have some bad news for people i think this is the first time on the podcast i'm going to mention i will not be at marathon weekend um what yeah, I know. This will be the first. So I have done literally every single Walt Disney World run Disney race since um, the 10K, the Wine and Dine 10K in 2017, I think. Wow. Yeah, because uh, I didn't do the, that was before, I didn't do all the 5Ks back then. Um, and I hadn't done Princess yet. So, but yeah, so the wine and dine challenge in 2017, which was the inaugural two course. No, it was the second two course because I did it in 2016. So um, I did that. And then I've done every Walt Disney World race since, but uh, my cousin's getting married here. And uh, people who follow me know that on Princess Weekend, I did a crazy thing where I. It was crazy. I went, drove down to Disney, did the expo. <laughs> I did the expo. I, I did the 5K. Then I flew home to Atlanta for my mom's surprise birthday party and then flew back down that night back to Orlando. Uh, didn't get to sleep because I immediately went to the hotel, changed, and then went to the 10K um, in costume. And then uh, and then I finally got to drive back over like at the end of the weekend. Um, I wanted to try and do something, but just the timing doesn't work. Like there's no way I could make that work out, um, especially yeah. if I end up being a part of the rehearsal dinner, which is two nights in a row. Um, so, which means two nights in a row are gone. So, um, I am now even just trying to figure out if I can come down at all for like maybe the 5K and 10K. 
Um, and then I would have to fly only instead of drive, but yeah. I'm just thinking like vacation time and yeah. all kinds of other stuff. And if I'm not going to be able to do a challenge and I'm not going to be able to do my favorite or second favorite distance, and it's like a, maybe I would be better off just saving that money and vacation time for like just a full on regular Disney trip and get some of the, uh, resort races out of the way. Uh, yeah. cause I've always wanted to Which do those. Super so. fun. I've never done yeah. this either. And similar, I have a wedding wine and dine weekend, so I am not able to do the half marathon. Um, but the wedding is on Saturday night. So as of right now, I'm planning to just do the 10 K and to kind of come into town, hang around on Friday, do the 10 K on Saturday morning and then fly. It's in Miami. So mm-hmm. take a quick 45 minute flight down to Miami after that race and be there for the wedding. So cool. Yeah. That's the plan so, as of now. So we'll see what happens with everything. The, the crazy things that you and I try to do. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I tried to convince Matthew to let me, um, leave the wedding at like 11 PM, <laughs> hop in the car, drive, and then just show up at the starting line for the half marathon. And he told me no. So that's okay. <laughs> I, I think that's reasonable. I think so. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll both, you know, be dealing with these challenges. I will keep people posted as to if I decide I'm going to go to Disney for the five and 10 K in January, you do. but, um, but if, if nothing else, I have gotten some friends to commit to carrying uh, little uh, like cardboard or flat me's flat Michaels um, to the race, uh, to the races. So get well, those made out of paper and stuff like that. I will commit to that. I will. <laughs> you can have a Michael holding a Michael. So Okay, well then, great. I will hold you to that, uh, and yes, we will we'll talk as it gets closer. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So I don't have uh, anything else. Do you have anything else you want to chat about before we uh, say bye? I, th- I think that's it. I'm good. Cool. Well, yeah. thank you, Michael, so much for you, being Michael. my guest today, um, thank and thank you just me. for everything you do to encourage the community and for this weekend. Um, I wanted to ask. Uh, just, do you have any last minute things you want to plug? Do you? I always give people a chance to do that. Honestly, just come and uh, follow along at Michael Does Disney on Instagram. That's it. There you go. All right. Well, uh, everybody, as always, if for whatever reason you're listening to this and you're not following me on Instagram, I'm uh, Run the Small World on Instagram. And uh, there's also a Facebook page that is much less my focus. It's just called Run the Small World. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, tune in next time. And uh, if you want to just listen for the next little bit, I'll stick the audio of the pre-race interview that I had at the end of this show. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. (laughs) John, find people, John, not dogs, people. Okay. uh, All right. uh, Thanks, Chris. I'm here, and I've only found a dog, first of all. She's been in every video I've done. This is Emmy Lou. Hello, Emmy Lou. all right, Michael, obviously these are not the conditions that you'd hoped for. What, uh, what are you looking for uh, personally for your run today with these uh, less than uh, perfect conditions? Well, I will say one thing that's nice is uh, clearly the weather has decided to participate in trying to be as, as authentic as possible, but it picked last year's 5K to replicate instead of other races. Um, Really, uh, I think my, my reason to be out here is the same as always. Uh, it's to have fun, do a little bit of running, uh, but stay safe and healthy uh, primarily. So maybe I'll do a little bit less than 13 miles today. Uh, and to encourage other people and entertain other people, which uh, thankfully the community has been doing an amazing job of this weekend. Uh, and you two, of course, have been an amazing part of that too with the virtual start line experience you gave. 
Um, so yeah, just here to entertain people and have a little fun while running. And see, Carissa, this is why Michael is my favorite runner because he said less than 13.1 miles, which made my body feel a lot better. <laughs> He's just gonna turn around and get back in the car right now anyway. But Michael, for people that haven't been paying attention, you did the 5K in a more elaborate costume on Friday. Yes. How was the reaction of people out there that might not be familiar with the Run Disney World and, and what we do. So uh, I'm in the town Atlanta, and uh, while people are socially distancing, there were plenty of people out and about, uh, just walking, running, sitting around in the park, and uh, I got some very weird looks. Uh, kids generally smiled, adults kind of scratched their heads. Um, there was one skater who, uh, who just who yelled like, yes, Luke, because she kind of got the deal. But uh, for the most part, it was bewilderment in Atlanta. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I want to ask you this question, Michael, as, you, as you've been training, because around here in Central Florida, there have been a lot more people out taking walks, uh, people out running. What's your experience been like? Has it been uh, a more crowded, and, and, and gosh, this is just counterintuitive for what we're going through, but is it, has it been more crowded? Have you seen more people out there? Because certainly have here in Central Florida. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I've chosen to use it as a, as a reason to be optimistic that people are at least taking care of themselves. Um, at the same time, it has definitely disrupted. I mean, I live in Midtown Atlanta. It's, you know, lots of sidewalks, lots of streets. Uh, I've had to do a lot of last-minute adjustment. I'll see somebody off in the distance and then go down a side road I've never run down before. Uh, just to kind of steer clear of people. Um, on the bright side, I've never run in the center of Atlanta streets sometimes uh, without it being a race. So that's a new experience I've had. <laughs> All right. So, Michael, new experiences for Michael are probably not going to go to 13.1 and seeing and fleeing from other people. So he's, he's literally living my world now, fleeing yeah. from other people and not going 13.1. Well, I was going to ask him what he was going to eat when he was done because that's such a quintessential John Pelkey thing as well. So, Michael, when you finish up your challenge, quote unquote challenge, how are you going to celebrate? Well, uh, so last year um, we had one race weekend. I think it was wine and dine where we didn't have the traditional plastic cheese that everybody knows and loves. Uh, and I tracked some down. So I have uh, bulk boxes of it in my apartment waiting for me when I get home. Don, do you have any comments on the cheese? In theory, I'm still under contract, so I'm contractually obligated not to comment about the cheese. So no, I have nothing for that. <laughs> you can't comment on the nutritional value of the cheese, but we applaud your creativity in locating said cheese. Uh, I do have to say, I do have a costume on today. Uh, the wig just fell off, but it's there. I modified with a, with a hat, and I'm, I'm still, I am dressed as Ray. Uh, it's a little bit low-key, because I am definitely going to keep this jacket on while I run today. So I uh, just wanted to know people, I'm still what's on theme. Is the wig going on when you start? Yes, yes it is. It will go on. It just fell off while I was pulling the hood off, but it, it fits nicely on top of the hat. Good. Very, very, very important. All right. Well, I salute you for getting out and doing this, brother, and everybody who's out there running and, uh, you know, putting these virtual races together, looking after their own health in this uh, difficult time. I will say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot my own horn, and Krista knows this, I have actually lost nine pounds during this. Part of that is because I, I probably will never work in my chosen field again, so I have to kind of ration the food. But uh, everybody else, congratulations. Congratulations, even announcer three looking after his health. If you I was going to say that, John. I was just going to text you later. Well, well done to you. You're taking the inspiration as well. All right, John, you want to count down, Michael, together? Let's do it. What, how are we going to do it? On account of what? 78. 
we got nothing but time, so. <laughs> Come out. I don't know. All right. We'll do it on a count of three. Three. All right. This is for you, Michael. All right. In three, one, two, two, one, go. All right. Fireworks. All right. Great yeah, race, everybody. Fireworks. Have a good race. We'll see you later, guys. Bye, John. Go get on your treadmill. Thanks. Bye, Michael. Thanks, man. Bye. Thank you. Thank you both on behalf of everybody doing these races. Stay safe. Stay dry. I'll do my best. All right. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Bye, everybody.